What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of The Underground. Where we take you around. And break it down. We're back with another episode. I'm Justin. And I'm Dania. And following the end of Black History Month, we're here with yet another episode filled with information contributing to your education of the past. Today will be more of an informative podcast where we will discuss the limits of the Emancipation Proclamation and how these limits affect the lives of African Americans during the Civil War. So, for a little bit of context, um, we're going to talk about how these limits came to be. Dania? All right. So, the Emancipation Proclamation was created really for the purpose of the Union's victory. And this was because of Lincoln's desire to preserve the Union rather than free the slaves. Even though Lincoln made the proclamation, it was limited in that it would only provide freedom to states that have already seceded and exclude Confederate states that have already been claimed by the Union. Lincoln mostly didn't want to lose these four states, Delaware, Maryland, Kentucky, and Missouri. Yeah, and then these limits, they came through Lincoln's viewpoints on slavery. So Lincoln originally wanted to emancipate the slaves, and he had previously called it the greatest crime against Black people in this country. But his decision was changed when he realized that the future of the Union relies on the issue of slavery. So what Lincoln did, he noted he needed more forces uh, within the Union, so he created the Emancipation Proclamation, which for the rest of this podcast, I will be calling the EP because um, it's a little bit hard to say. And then this offered freedom to slaves who fought against the Confederacy, but only if the Union prevailed in war. Okay, so to dive a little bit deeper into this, one of our main topic questions will be, how did these limits actually affect the lives of African Americans? All right, so at first, many Black communities saw this proclamation as a new hope spreading thoughts of freedom across the nation, but as explained in our context, the proclamation only provided freedom in certain areas, and even then, the effect was not immediate. Even after the proclamation was issued, hundreds of thousands of people remained in bondage, and some slave owners didn't even recognize Lincoln's authority. At the beginning of the war, slaves began to liberate themselves, and the Union had no policy for this, but then they later showed more concern for the Confederate owners than the escaped slaves themselves. After being officially created, the EP undermined slavery in the South and how it, and it ended up increasing rebellion efforts against slavery. And as we know, there was a lot of disagreement as the result of the proclamation. And, you know, this led to bigger conflicts. And these conflicts was already within the torn nation. Many anti-Black riots erupted in the North, and even some Black neighborhoods were invaded due to the backlash of the proclamation. Even after the war, many African Americans faced harsh treatment, and these negative stereotypes still lingers on for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then, with the negatives aside, the EP changed the focus of the war. The war shifted into a war about freedom and eventually became one of the starting points in the complete abolition of the slavery system. This war gave many African Americans the chance to take action for the freedom of themselves and their families. 
and the news of freedom eventually led to more resistance, like I previously stated in the South. However, one of the greatest impacts that the proclamation had on African Americans was the ability for free blacks, the men, to serve in a union. And how this is significant because um, at first, by 1863, the union, they were losing specific battles like in the East. They were winning. They were winning some battles, but they weren't winning them all. So Lincoln shifted from direct opposition to enthusiastic acceptance of black soldiers. Black soldiers, first off, were not recognized by actual soldiers by the Confederacy, and this led to them not being treated as prisoners of war. Black soldiers that were captured were killed or treated as escaped slaves. This this was obviously problematic because, you know, a prisoner of war is supposed to be treated with at least some level of respect, especially after a surrender. Um, but the start of Battery Wagner proved that black soldiers will fight despite them losing that specific battle. Black soldiers, spies, and liberators ultimately played a role in winning the war. So, a little bit of backlash from the proclamation was that Jefferson Davis, who was the Confederate president, he issued a a counter-proclamation that stated that all black people in the South, whether they were free or not, had slave status forever. Confederate armies actually enslaved black people in the North under Davis's orders. More than 300,000 free black Northerners were enslaved by the Confederacy. So, from the outcome of the limitations that were put on African Americans and some of the backlash and a lot of the history of the Emancipation Proclamation, as we already know it as the EP, the motivation that was driven behind the war was heavily impacted by the false promises that were made to naturally and was more so created to draw African-Americans to fight in the war. When these African-American soldiers realized that they were being used and seek no real freedom, they got revenge. There became a lot of backlash. With these soldiers that were fighting for their rights, Lincoln did a poor job of protecting them and how useless they have become to them, he didn't care. Some soldiers even went back into slavery and got beaten and killed. From all of this happening, it eventually led to the amendment, as we all know, it's the 13th Amendment. The amendment stated, neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, a step as a punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted shall exist within the United States or a place subject in their jurisdiction. This would officially end slavery, but from this, we could see the true intentions of Lincoln and the EP to create the way of persuading Blacks to things with things so delicate, such as their freedom and citizen status. He wasn't really concerned with African Americans and them truly getting their freedom. He just wanted to win. Mm-hmm. You already know, man. Lincoln, he was a little bit sus. We might have to investigate him a little bit more. But to wrap it up, after all we discussed today, I think that we can see that the EP wasn't what it was cut out to be. There are many loopholes and limitations to the EP that made it less effective than it could have been. But 
the EP was still effective in some ways, like inciting more rebellions and creating the ability for black soldiers to serve in the Union Army. Thank you for listening to The Underground. Where we take you around. And Break It Down podcast. We hope you come back and listen to the next episode. See ya. All right.